Hello and welcome to episode number 128 of the NeuroProCo podcast. This is uh, the big, long Logan review. Uh, as with many other Logan, if you've been listening to any other Logan reviews, there's a lot of mixed feels, a lot of feels that this movie is cost, uh, causing. And then uh, just uh, some stuff coming up next week. We have Legion and a couple of other things. I am not talking about Iron Fist yet uh, because I don't want to be depressed. There will be a review of that. I am watching it. But uh, if you have not watched it yet, um, uh, God, I'm I'm not saying anything. Uh, it's just just trying to do it here in the intro is making me a little bit sad. The nerd, the nerd part of me is just sad. Is all I'm, <laughs> that's the short, the very short version. I'll, we'll have a full review coming soon. Though. The usual plugs apply. You got Union Square Slam Tuesday nights at the Bureau of General Services Queer Division, the LGBT Community Center in the little book uh, store that they have there. That is 7 p.m., $5 cover every Tuesday at uh, 13th Street. I believe it's 208. I always get this wrong because I, I almost never look it up beforehand. Because I, I prepare, but I almost never prepare intros. As if you are a fan of this podcast... You might already know. If you are listening to this for the first time, thank you. Uh, welcome. Uh, if you are a repeat, repeat listener, also thank you. If you have any opinions about Logan that you would like to share, uh, get at us at, uh, at NerdProQuo on Twitter and also on the Facebook page. Like our Facebook page. If you like this podcast, click subscribe. The whole dealy dealy deal. There is, uh, I know I keep, I say this almost every episode and then I run out of time to actually put them up. There is some stuff that's going to be going up on the YouTube channel. Uh, there are going to be episodes with some video extras and some stuff going up very, very soon. I just haven't had time to do it. I know regular listeners, you're like, oh, we've heard you make that excuse a bunch of times. Yeah, that, that is true. But I swear to God, they will start going up soon. <laughs> Uh, there is a live show that is probably going to be in the, probably at some point in May. It was supposed to be at the end of this month, and then uh, planning for that did not go as planned. That was an interesting sentence. In any event, uh, also the other plugs, uh, every Friday night, the Living Room Comedy Show, 8 p.m. It's free at the Postmark Cafe in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Go check that out every Sunday. Fire Poetry Club, the Sunday night poetry open mic with Mason Granger. Go check that out, too. That is a $10 cover. And, uh, yes, I will not do the half-stolen uh, tribute intro uh, from... You made it weird with Pete Holmes. Uh, crashing has been amazing and just, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but uh, also painful to watch and makes me want to start doing stand-up again. So there are probably going to be some stand-up dates that are going to be happening soon. Uh, there will be open mics. There will be actual shows that I'll be producing. A lot of that uh, is pushing, we're pushing some of that back. But in the meantime, enjoy this episode, episode 128, our uh, Logan review. Yep. in audio it, it doesn't like no one knows what this chair I, I'd have to post a picture of the chair yeah, they won't get the reference 
That could be the image for the next podcast. <laughs> it's just a picture of the chair. You in the chair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm recording. Oh. Oh. All yeah. right. <laughs> I don't know what you were waving. I don't know. I just like, are we recording? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we just jumped around. <laughs> welcome, everyone. Um, Hello. It started out coming... Oh, I, first of all, my apologies for being late, you know. It's okay. Um, But, you know... I was kind of disappointed, you know, coming up because it was it's Friday teaching. Coming up here, what do I see in your fucking TV set? Fucking Iron Fist. Yeah, I mean, I that just really depressed me because, <laughs> you know, I have I have lots of strong feels about Logan, uh, but I think this show is gonna take, <laughs> you know, what I have to <laughs> say about Logan. But I'll try to be objective. Yeah, yeah, I'll try no, no, to be no. objective. Yeah, I felt like it was weird. Like I wasn't, I wasn't gonna watch it today because it is like the premiere. Day. I forgot about it. And I yeah, yeah. I only remember. I honestly only remembered because I've been watching Netflix and it keeps popping up like, oh, every single yeah. time. Yeah. I've been watching like other stuff and I was like, oh, that's Friday. And I, I, I seriously was not gonna watch it. And then I just was like, eh, fuck it. And then I just. I mean, the nerd. Gene compels you to watch it. Yeah, that's what it, that's exactly what it was. It but was, how much you're gonna bitch about it in nick by next week? We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. To the quality of this show. But that's not that's not what we're here. To do. No, we're gonna be talking about fucking Logan. Logan. The yeah. last time we'll ever see Hugh Jackman, that really buff, awesome, awesome man, oi, uh, <laughs> uh, taking on the role that he, the character who he, I that I, I'm happy happy about that he loves he loves wolverine yeah. he yeah. loves logan and you see that in this final uh, yeah. foray um uh and i kind of just wish that the first two movies did the character justice yeah and, you know i feel like i here's what i will say and i will get into we will get into this in a little bit more detail but i definitely think that all of the the problems kind of i have with this movie are kind of similar to the problems I have with all the other X-Men films. It's like, for some, I think it fails in a lot of, not, a, not to the same degree, obviously, but there's just a certain, like, I don't know, there's something about it that, like... Okay, I think, uh, Rich, want to step in? Would you... uh, no, go ahead. I'll... I think... Unlike the other, I'm not gonna account for the other first two Wolverine films. They're garbage. Yeah. yeah. But the X Men franchise, this is the anti X Men movie. Absolutely. This is a movie first and foremost that happens to feature our comic book hero. Pretty much, this is Fox's attempt to doing the Dark Knight with a Marvel character. I agree. It's I a agree. it's a very tasteful film and as a film i love it however as a fan of the x-men what the fuck it's so fucking depressing at the fucking very end you're not the only one who said well, this. it's fucking I, I, I was like yes it's a good film if it was like a fucking like sundance film you know i, I just I, wait i think you just disconnected your mic yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm really <laughs> he was so excited. About, he, he I mean, as, it's a very artful film. 
that I enjoyed compared to the first two pieces of monkey shit that were X-Men Origins Wolverine and the Wolverine. Well, well if you're comparing it to those... Then yeah, yes, this is head over work, heels. Then it's a work of art. Oh God, I have so many. <laughs> but, I have so many mixed I, feelings about this But movie. I think as an X Men film, you, as a superhero film, you want for it to be some somewhat of a happy ending. Mm, everyone yeah. dies. I it's, don't. Yeah. Well. Everyone. What? Well, everyone dies. As a black person, the lone black family gets fucking obliterated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that, that part. Right. Well, obliterated. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about that like, in a minute because I, hey, I did not expect family. that. Oh fuck! Yeah, they just the, got ripped up fucking shreds. Yeah, if I could, if I'll criticize this film of any, is, is that part in particular? But I will disagree with you, Eve, in that I, I expected this film to be depressing. I expected this film to be dark. I expected this film to be at times sad, even depressing, heartbreaking. Um, I almost looked for it because it was it was the tone that was being set from the very beginning, from that very first trailer with the Johnny Cash soundtrack. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, Okay, this... That's where the artful film comes in. But this is a superhero. Correct. Does he do anything heroic? No. Aside from saving kids, what does he do with the community? He's just there, you know, running away from whatever guilt that he has over Xavier allegedly killing the X-Men in this timeline or whatever. But you don't have a sense that you know this is a heroic film it's just very depressing yeah well who, com- he doesn't come he, to anyone's aid he's a dick to this conflict- girl who he's, happens to be his daughter yeah i, I mean come he's, on he's a, it, it, it depicts logan as what he is he's a conflicted character he's no a but complex- he's a good guy though He's a good guy. He's but a good he's guy funny. who, at the yeah, end, he's, he's... who does the right thing. I think they just go hard R, rated R, for the sake of being a rated R film. Not I have a problem with the blood and no, violence. No, no, no. They were but... they went hard R because they they finally portray the character for what he is capable of. He can be very violent. I'm not talking about him fighting. I think the world itself. I mean, it's just. It just it just wore on you as a film, great, but as a fan of X Men who wanted a sense of X Meniness to this film, I did not I get know. that. See, I disagree. I did not I, get I think that because I'm I'm partially because I'm biased because I I like gritty westerns. This is the tombstone of X Men of of superhero films in general. This is the 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 Clint Eastwood. It's, it's a western. It's yeah. It's unforgiven. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. It's, it's, un, this is it's unforgiven. unforgiven, disguised as an X Men film. Yeah. Correct. As I said, that part I loved. Yeah, but same I, reason, I like that. Okay, keep, same, keep going. Yes. I, have, I have many many. Same I'm reason back. why. Same reason why I'm a fan of Star Wars, because it that that's also it's, the it's, it's because it's also a western. Uh, so the the. I I also appreciated the fact that this movie, this film, stands on its own, doesn't require you to have seen any of the films before it, any of 
the standalone Wolverine movies. Good. Good points. Uh, and it's not specific as to what happened to mutants. Where they just got it out of the way. This this is just you. A you understand from the start Wolverine that film. yeah. You understand that something happened. It's not clear. This is the day to day that they're dealing with. You know, the, he's taking care of the professor. Professor, who is, by the way, Patrick Stewart was fucking awesome was phenomenal. Was phenomenal. He was. Yes. He's phenomenal in anything. But just seeing him just fucking curse, it's like ooh. Yeah, I can't believe he's no. More. And just the <laughs> scene of of just Logan carrying the professor up the stairs. Taking I did him, not see that it, coming. And and then taking him to the bathroom and and that just like it it really. It's like, it really I'm sorry, Professor, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. I didn't kill yeah. you, I didn't do that. It's like, I felt bad for him. Yeah. You know, because it, it, it's it, like it, the it, shit piling on. Mm-hmm. He's It's like the Peter Parkerification <laughs> of Logan. He's not that, you know. Yeah. He doesn't, he takes on the challenges and cuts them up to shreds. You don't see him getting beat down. But, but this is the end of, it is that character after way too long of being that guy and just being... I mean, that's what I think... One of the things that I think the film did really well was that he is... This is that character, but this is that character who's just so much... So many of the people who he's cared about are now gone or that he met... Like, for me... He doesn't want to feel for anyone. He's just tired. He's done. (laughs) Like, that's what I think a lot of this film comes down to is just like he's he spends a good chunk of the early part of the film just being like i'm literally saying i think a couple times i'm done leave me alone and he suffers from claw erectile dysfunction (laughs) (laughs) so oh man there's so many things okay i the short version the very short version is I think the first half hour, 40 or 40 minutes of the film are phenomenal. I think uh, almost as soon as X-24 comes, comes out, it starts to get dumber and dumber for me with some bright points in, in between. How dumber? As, it's not even as soon as X-24. Like As soon as that family gets murdered, I'm just like, I'm like, okay, I have a problem with that. Yeah. And then progressively, there are just more and more things that happen in the film where I'm just like, all right. I will agree with you to that end. I when, the, when the family gets murdered, I really didn't see that coming at all. It almost felt out of place with the yeah. rest of the film. Yeah. It also, in the, what's weird is that in the previews, and I, I know that it, you know, marketing is different from what the film sure. necessarily will be, but the, I think one of the problems I have with this film, it's, it's one of the times that I've gotten this, is I think to a certain extent, the movie that we were sold in the preview in a lot of ways was not the movie that we actually saw. How so? I mean... The preview implied, for one thing, that the, the, in the preview, you don't see the rest of that dude's family. You just see him, the, the black dude. Uh, but like, and it's implied in the preview and in from some of the clips that they released, you think that he's another mutant that he they just that Wolverine and the professor have known for years. 
And that's why they go to see. They go to like he's like a pit stop on the road trip. And by having him, by having the impression that this person was a mutant or mutant or the homeowners or family were mutants. Well, though in the preview, you never see the family. Yeah, you do. So you do see the family. I don't remember seeing the family. You only see cut off of X twenty three, Logan, and maybe. Charles, I don't. I've, I didn't know in, Eric in Cassell the, was in this movie until the um, the holy credits. Holy fuck, that's Eric LaSalle. Yes, like, yes. I did not know. Like Jerry Curl coming to America. Yes, Eric exactly. LaSalle. Yes. Holy fuck, I did not know that, that he was that, in this. That makes it. That makes that almost like like ER Eric LaSalle. Like that. That makes that even he, he more of not, a waste. Even more of a waste. Yeah. Oh, what a fucking... Wait, he's from ER. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great actor. Yeah. I, You know, I knew... I, I His recognized, black did crack. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I recognized him from someplace that I couldn't... Yeah. I couldn't place it. Yeah, I was just like, I know him from some... You know what? It, but that is... The opening credits, I was like, Eric LaSalle's in this? I yeah. didn't know this. But But what... I mean, aside from the fact that it's like... The movie opens with Logan... Essentially, murdering a bunch Close. of Latinos, gangsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the I was op- like, I that I was like, I wasn't too sure about this opening, this yeah. start to this film. Yeah. And then, and then, and then the only black people in the movie also get yeah. murdered. It's just like, but but the fact that like, but X twenty three is Mexican. Yeah, n- yeah, but not or sounds Dominican. Yeah, yeah she uh, no, she's Mexican. The, the actress, yeah, is is oh, Mexican she is? And, and something. Yeah, yeah, but she talks fast. Yeah, no, she's yeah, she she's well the. Her Spanish in the film, I will say, yeah. is 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 a very it's it's the typical Mexico City uh, form dialect. of speaking. Oh, okay, not a dialect. So it's just a, a form of speaking. Okay, but I think for me, uh, and I do understand what they were going for because a couple people said this with having X twenty four just be like the younger, essentially a younger version of Wolverine is. The way what I think they were going for is he's supposed to be the a physical manifestation of Wolverine's dark side, yeah. and that, and he's literally fighting the physical manifestation of his own dark side. The problem with that is if that's what they were going for, it comes across as dumb. Yeah. Uh, and and it's just from the moment that family gets like killed, I feel like. From that point on in the film, there's so many decisions that were made that just seem like, oh, and also, I mean, Caliban dies, which you knew from the beginning. As soon as he shows up, I'm just like, Caliban. He's a throwaway character. He's never met. He's a deus ex machina so they can track Wolverine. Yeah. Like, the only reason he's even in the film is to have a character, you know, it's just like, they, dude, they genetically cloned Wolverine. They could probably track him. Yeah. <laughs> like this, Especially if this is supposed to be the future. It's just like, Caliban was such a waste of a character to have in there. I agree uh, to that. And whatever happened to his senses as he got older? What's happening right now? Why is it playing back? That's very strange. Get buzzer. Technical difficulties. Is that a phone? It's not mine. 
It might be my phone. It sounds like I hit the button and Siri. Yeah, wants Siri. To, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> Siri thinks I want to talk to her. <laughs> I do not. Um, Fuck you, Siri. Yeah, you. it's just. And again, like I get the like younger like. I do. I I can almost guarantee that's what they because were because Wolverine for. has super senses. He could set. I mean, yeah, his healing factor isn't much at this age, but he could sense other characters. So how does he not know there's a kid in the back of his trunk who hits right at the beginning of the film? I didn't get that. Yeah, you know, or I well, guess. Well, I mean, X twenty four could also track him <laughs> because he has you know heightened senses. He could track another mutant. But it's he's also like I said he's the physical manifestation of Wolverine when Wolverine is out of control. That's literally what X twenty four is. That's the only his only purpose in the film, and also to have something that Wolverine like they're having X twenty four just seems unnecessary. Having X twenty four kill Professor X, which I also get, is that oh it's Wolverine's dark side is the thing that kills Charles Xavier. Like, I get what they're going for, but it's... That... It almost seems, even though it would make it terribly sadder than the movie already is and darker, to just have those two characters just kind of die. Like, like, like the way Charles Xavier is in this movie, he's so deteriorated Mm -hmm. that I was actually expecting that... And I know this would piss off an entire different group of people. Would be like that was that would also be a dumb decision. But I almost wanted that, like the fact that Charles can't control his powers, is that the end of everything essentially is Charles basically killing everyone, including Wolverine. That sucks. Like, yeah, it would have sucked just as much, but if not more. But yeah, there's something definitely more. <laughs> but I feel like there's there's something there there's a lot of decisions that they made in this movie, especially later. Or do a mash and have Logan for his own good, you know, kill you know Professor X just to save everyone. You know, that could have I think would have yeah. been a possibility. I I think it would have. I think they were trying to have Logan be like the tired, worn down character, and then to have him like, oh, he takes a drug, and suddenly he's old Wolverine for a little while, like not old, like you know, yeah. his older self for a little while with vitality. Uh, I don't know. I think having a second Wolverine was a mistake. I people. Said, you know, Sabretooth could have been a a better replacement. I mean, don't care, you know, for no. Sabretooth. Um, I also think... Or just a different character. I also think for, for a movie that so, like, didn't really make reference to, like, the past X-Men movies, I almost wish they had committed more to that. Like, No, that was... No, fuck that shit. This is they killed away the mutants so that they wouldn't be weighed down by X Men shit. Right. You know, this is just a matter of right. the so, two so best things about the franchise: Logan and but that's what Patrick I'm saying. Suit. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. Is to commit because there's references that are in the film that are just like kind of like side kind of snide references to the previous films. It was like, why even bother to do that? Yeah. Just let it. 
let this universe oh. ex- exist on its own. I feel like there's a couple of, and I can't remember specifically what they are now, uh, but there's a couple things, especially later in the film, where I was just like, feel like you've created this universe, this alternate universe that almost the X-Men don't even exist for real in, and you're still not committing to that 100%. It's just like, commit to that 100%. Like, they still were making these little references where I was just like, no, no, just do treat it as if, like, the oh, the compost, oh, this is, you know, they told stories, which was cool, but I almost feel like you could have just eliminated that, too, and just be like, this is a whole different world in which they were kind of the X-Men, but they never really were the X-Men. Like, it's... I don't know. It was my impression was that it was just trying to detach itself from uh, being so strictly adhering to the comics as much as the previous films were, and it did so in showing that you know how when well when Logan discovers that the location that they're trying to get to beyond well in uh, in Canada beyond the border is something that's referenced in a comic book and the fact that that you know he realizes that that's not realistic uh to me it just it that was the point where it's like where it showed me that this film is is much more it, it at least it's looking to be much more grounded in reality uh of course, with 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 Xavier's and, and everybody's different abilities, but a little more grounded in reality than, say, you know, uh, first class or or apocalypse or whatever. Uh, Which, by the way, I finally saw, and it's it's so dumb. It's so dumb. I had hoped that if I were to watch it, there would be some redeem. Is it better than uh, Fantastic Four? You should talk Four? directly into it. Is it better than Fantastic Four, at least? Yes, but not by a lot. Not by a lot. Uh, I also think that having the kids, if you're going to have the rest of the kids, they should have been at the very end of the movie. Like, the rest of, having the rest of the kids show up that early. I mean, I know it's the third act, but I feel like this movie, aside from some great little scenes, not with the kids, but with Logan... Having the kids in the third... This movie has a major third act problem, is the way I will put it. Yes. Okay, I would It has agree a with major that. third act I, problem. I, 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 did, I wasn't... I'm not a fan of just... Of, of all of the kids being... Taking up so much time during the third act. I'm not against the, the, you know, the kids reuniting with uh, X-24, but that probably should have happened at a very, very, like, final scene or something i get why I think they the, the did third it. act should have should have encompassed i don't know I, 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 the reason for the hero to go back and you know put on his claws and put on his mask and be a hero again one last time before he goes out to pasture he, yeah. he has to develop that connection with richter i'm not too familiar with all those characters they're, they're, um, they're the, to draw him out finally yeah they're re- they're the Reavers, which are characters from the comics. No, the Reavers are the bad guys. Oh, the bad guys. Oh, Richter. Sorry. Yeah, Richter yeah. is a kid who ran or who was leading the yeah, younger yeah, yeah. kids. I mean, I kind of colony. get 
narrative wise it's like but it's also narrative hand holding where it's just like oh no and i don't even think they express this in the film i think we're supposed to figure this out is like oh before they go the final like you know thing they had agreed to all meet at this place but yeah. they never really express that yeah so i think that's supposed to be what that was but that seems like narrative hand holding it's like no if they're all supposed to meet at Eden, I thought it was like, oh, Eden is a fictional place. And that's why all the kids are in this, like, you know, self-made house or whatever. It's like, that's Eden. Yeah. And even then, I was just like, that should kind of have been the end of the movie. Of course, you have to have yeah. a kind of a final conflict scene. But I felt like that whole last, like, 10, 15 minutes was so garbled. Yeah. yeah. Also, his actual death scene, I, I just, I, I, it wasn't, like. Well, the death scene sucked, but the fucking action in this film was superb. She was phenomenal. Yeah, just her fucking eyes. Her, her eyes and the guy from Black Mirror who was in Get Out. His yeah. eyes was just amazing, the amount of yeah. emotion. She did a great job just showing the rage yeah. as she fucking claws and decapitates a motherfucker. Yeah. And that first scene is like, yeah, she was oh, incredible. I love that kid. I don't know how, I don't know where they found her, but she was, she was outstanding. They found her in, and I forget where she's from. She's, she's not from here. <laughs> A Mexican actress as well. She's a Mexican actress as well? I don't know if she's... I don't know. She's part she's, Mexican, I think. She's part yeah. Latino, but she, I forget where she's actually... She actually doesn't really speak English either, which is why... Oh, I saw, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, as, far, as far as I know, right, I, I, I don't know like if that's exactly mm. accurate, but like, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> she was phenomenal, like... Uh, Hugh Jackman, for the most part, was phenomenal. I mean, I squeed a few times, you know, seeing some of the fight scenes where it's like, shit. I will say the, that was one, pretty the one part of the third act is that is the speech that he gives her. Mm. Uh, and the line that uh, actually got me a little bit was when he says, I suck at this. Because, I mean, you're right, it is kind of the Peter Parkering of Wolverine. Yeah. But I think that's because he's been he's been doing it so long. And also, there was a little, it's not direct, but there's kind of like an allusion to the worst of, possibly the worst of the X-Men films. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse is a close second to this, but... Uh, Last Stand? Yeah. Where it's just like, he's still, they're still kind of implying the Gene thing there. I heard that there were rumblings about having gene the character make another appearance in this yeah that film. would have been a horrible mistake yeah. <laughs> that would have been a horrible mistake yeah. um i don't know it's just like i envision wolverine as a hero that acts you know yeah. yes he's yes he's been down on the dumps yes he's been doing it for a long time but he's not a guy who sulks he just pops his claws and tears into motherfuckers I, he does things and i felt uh, that's not i mean yeah they want to make it feel keep weaker, in mind that but this is, a, this is a version of the character. This is a timeline yeah. that that is possibly one of many. Um, so, again, but, I'll disagree because I, I, to me, this this departure was was welcome to me. I, I, yeah, I thought because I agree. He, you know, because he, he, Logan's a, such a, such a complex character, and and he's been so two dimensional 
in most of the, the X-Men, the previous X-Men films, and even in his standalone films, and then it's he, he's he's actually quite a rich character that that you could really explore and look at uh, his inner demons and how he deals with it. And then in, in now in in this film where he's much more advanced in, in age, and you you come to you're reminded that he's still he's still mortal he's still fallible uh yeah he's lived a long time but uh he you know he and he's he's confined to this 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 space where you know because of his trajectory with the professor and he's, he's it's it's actually a quite a simple story when you come to think of it the 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 structure in, in terms of family mm-hmm. and how it's yeah. it's yeah. it's father it's a story of a father and a son and a daughter yeah and and you see those i appreciated that those themes of family Logan Correct. being the son and the daughter being well, the the ex the central theme to uh, with the exception of the other two solo, well, not even like all of the X Men films. The core of all of the X Men as characters is that they're a family. They're a found family. Uh, are you yeah. talking about the comic books or the film? Because the film is all about Wolverine and but Wolverine and but, Professor but, X. But, but, <laughs> but all of the but all of the films are still about finding your family. It's the core of the X Men. Terribly as executed. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will also say that as far as like him injecting the drug, even though you got a great fight sequence out of it. Yeah. Uh, if you completely and like a, a broken record, uh, I get why they had X twenty four in there, but I think it would have almost been more powerful, and also might have ended on kind of a sort of hopeful note. Is don't give him the drug. He does it on his own. He does it on his own. Yeah. And in that last burst, it's just like, no, I'm I'm done now. Yeah, he and went instead, down fighting. And he went down. I mean, in this, he goes kind of goes down fighting, but he's still like, she still shoots the X-24. So yeah. it's not his, it's not his triumph. I think it would have almost been more powerful if just like, he doesn't take the drug. He's just old Wolverine who's slowly dying having this one last fight and have him just get the win, but also be like, get the shit kicked out of him so much that he's literally, he literally dies and just have her come to him and him say, it's okay. Like I'm at peace now. I'm fine. Well, I mean, his last lines was great. It's like, what was it? Now I know what it feels like. Yeah. You yeah. know, that yeah. was powerful. Either it could be alluded to the fact that he knows how to die or he knows how to f- actually feel human and feel at peace, something he's never had in all of his long existence. Yeah. Um, yeah, just the last line was just great. And to be fair, I kind of welled up when she took the cross I was just and gonna turned say it that. as an ex. No, yeah. When she, I, when, I totally <laughs> didn't. I had, oh, the, I had the opposite reaction no, to that. No, no. I did too. I, I did, I did. That was a good send-off. I, what I, I, the fuck I, is when, wrong with you, she, you heartless when, bastard? When, when she turns it to it, like, look. Yeah, it was. I had one of those moments where I, would, I here's what I'll say. Okay, let me let me backtrack a little bit. Let me let me backpedal a little bit. Explain yourself. Let me backpedal a little bit. I 
I had two emotions at the same time. I went, I went, oh, I went, I had the same emotion that you had, but I also went, also, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> like, those two emotions at the exact same time. I went, I went, I went, oh, that's, that she's, like. You do realize one of the kids has a Wolverine fucking action figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So also, they had also, to. Also, they also, had to do that. Aside from the family, aside from the family, the only other black character in the whole movie is a little fat kid who we're gonna, <laughs> laugh, who we're gonna laugh at. Who we're gonna laugh at while he's running? Really? <laughs> like I like. Don't get me wrong. All right, I forgot how the, the awkwardly this kid ran. Okay, the more you describe the, the scene, the more problems I have with the, you know with the little kids well, me, and they're all me, running. Let me, let me put it this way. And they're all defenseless. I forgot about how you ran. I I laughed. <laughs> But at the same time, I was just like, really? We really have to have the little fat kid in this awkward run? Like, that's, that's, because you, there's no way that was unintentional. Like, there's no fucking way that was not unintentional. It's just like, really? This far into the movie? It's like, just, oh, we're going to try and insert some levity by making, like, uh, an implied fat joke. Like, I But it doesn't work because the weight of the film is so much more grim. Yeah, you, like, you, this does, kid walks and you runs can't. Really awkwardly. I shouldn't laugh at that. I was, too, yeah, that that was just. But that's what odd. I mean. Like the whole, like the first like half hour, forty minutes of it, even before they actually get on the road, I'm like, I'm in. Like this film is fucking great. And then like just the later part of, and I think for me the turning point really is. When that family gets killed, I'm just like, I'm just like, yeah. oh man, it's you know where thought, all of, it's where all the bad decisions start. Happening. I know, honestly, when that when when the family was getting killed, I thought it was like a dream sequence or a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I thought that Logan was having a, like a nightmare or maybe the professor or something. I didn't really believe that that was actually happening. Like, yeah. why, 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 like, why introduce this family? And make you know because I again and family I didn't being expect X twenty four to be another Wolverine. I'm like yeah, I that was also like, kind of I was I was kind of hoping oh this is gonna be another mutant that they create. I didn't I wanted something original, not a Wolverine clone. Or or just if you like, I know they don't like doing this obviously, but ha I mean there's a lot of characters that aren't like major X Men characters who that could have been exactly. Like, uh, even uh, characters Omega Red, or some of the more recent characters. Weapon, uh, Weapon Twelve. I'm not uh, familiar with which that. Which is who? He's a lame character. It's again one of those things. It's like it was an opportunity for them to take a character who is lame in the comic yeah. books, who I think is Weapon Twelve. I forget what his real name is. It's like Kane or something like that. He's not a good character in the comics, but you could have taken him. And in this universe, like, giving him that name and call him, like, Weapon 12, and and you don't have to, like, really say who he, like, it's one of those characters that's lame enough in the comic books that if you just, like, ignore his source material, you could create a great villain. What about that. Caliban? Caliban in the comics, yeah, he has a weakened form, but he has also a souped-up form in the comics. He has a souped-up form as when he uh, becomes one of the four horsemen. Because he becomes one of the four horsemen in the comic books. 
if I remember correctly. But in the, he's part of X Force or X Factor, and he is he also was, he was originally a Morlock. Yeah, but he was jacked. And yeah. yeah, I know that he had some incarnations when he was skinny and frail, as you saw in the movie. Yeah. But there are other incarnations where he's big, burly, like Colossus in terms of strength. Um, I'm I've, pretty I've, I've sure that, that was when... That and he was an X-Man or part of the X-Men family. Maybe that was after it's being post, tainted. Post. Oh, yeah, okay. I think it's post-Apocalypse okay. uh, making him one of his support. One of his horsemen. Or something like that. Yeah. I mean, just, I say it was something like that. I don't I remember mean, specifically. I find that an, another Wolverine clone is unoriginal. Yeah. And again, I get why, why they did it. They, and like I said, I, I really do believe this is what they were going for, is he is a physical manifestation of Wolverine's dark side and the way – it's how Wolverine sees himself. Yeah. When it, it's a physical manifestation of him facing his own inner demons. This is, this is probably the most personal film yeah. for the character. It's, and for the actor, this and was for a really the actor great, himself, this was a really great job. I have to admit, yeah. That. And you can say acting you can, was superb. Yeah. throughout the performances were also excellent. On, on a personal personal note. Uh, especially, like I said, about the first half. Of the, and I'm actually not the first person uh, I've heard, like, other reviews. There are uh, a bunch of people who have fathers who, like me, who are older. Mm -hmm. And just there were a lot of scenes with Professor X where you're just – where I, that, that hit me pretty – Yeah. Not as, not as hard because as, like, you know, it might have. Yeah. But I could see how, like, anyone who has, who has with, like, an elderly yeah. Uh, yeah. father or grandfather, mm -hmm. like, that could... Also, apparently, a lot of, like, uh, especially this one review that I, I watched, uh, Comic, War, Comic Girl 19. She I watched... She fucking cried. She lost her shit. Yeah. She. I was like, I know she loves the X Men because yeah. I know she had. She three genuinely hours. loves the X Men. Um, and this is I, YouTube reviewer. And I was surprised about her disappointment. As a film, it was great. Yeah. I. I mean, I could see from her vantage point as a fan of the <clears throat> X Men, being disappointed that Wolverine was not as heroic as but, but she I also, wanted. But I also, I actually like sent like I like tagged her on fa on Twitter and I'll just like I was just like just a note like all of the futures of the X-Men all the times that the X-Men the mutants in the future they've always it's always portrayed that they failed days of future past the mutants it's, are basically in a slave state like yeah. almost yeah. all of like the alternate universe X-Men age of apocalypse yeah. like all of like the future version like even the X-Men now, like, they survived Decimation, which was a, a, an arc in a comic books where all of the mutants are gone except for a few of them. And then they get brought back because it's comic books and they had bananas. You mean House of M or Decimation? Yeah, that sounds like... But okay. both. But both. it's been done to death. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but also the, the fact that a lot of, like, military people have reacted to... The way they react to the film is... Uh, that Wolverine is like a soldier. PTSD or something? PT both PTSD and the fact that like 
and and actually, she's not the only one who I've actually like read about this or like heard about like military people reacting to the film of like especially military guys who've been on multiple tours of being like kind of responding in that like oh I know how he feels wow it's just like you're exhausted so many of the people you've especially in charge because, of protecting your friends yeah. your comrades you've watched them die yeah. you've failed them like apparently like there are military a lot of mili- like soldiers that's who've a very watched interesting this film. point because there's that point in the, in the film where he's looking at his dog tags yeah, too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And like the the like they've had the reaction of like it's I think this is honestly however I or you or, or we might feel about this film I really do feel like however I might like or dislike parts of it I actually think it might be in a lot of ways the best quote unquote X Men film if for no other reason than the reactions to it have been so. At least the ones that I have read about. For the non-comic book fan, this is a great movie. Yeah. As I said, this is a art, beautifully done film, well acted. We did have the one guy in the film in in the theater who was like, "That was fucking stupid." At the end. what? Really? Yeah. And Matt got so pissed off. Matt turned well, around you're, and went, you know, "Shut the fuck up, man!" Yeah, you're always great. Gonna I would say that. But uh, but I also feel like uh. More than, in my opinion, any of the other X-Men films, this is one of those films that I think people are having very, very strong emotional reactions to uh, one way or another. Or I've... So many people I've heard from people who thought it was flat-out good. A lot of my friends, you know, my nerd friends have been like, who thought it was flat-out good. Some people have a similar opinion to me. It's like it was... It was really good, but there was some problems. Well, every uh, film is going to have some problems. But but also, like, this is the only X-Men film that I also heard from people where it was just, like, have actually, had had actual, like, really strong emotional reactions to it, either negative or positive. Like, I think one of the things, one of the things, and I still haven't, maybe through the course of this discussion... Uh, on the podcast, I will come to terms. I might have to. I'm gonna have to see it a couple more times, obviously, because I don't think I've come to a conclusion of whether. Right now, I think it was really good, with a huge third act, like kind of yeah, I agree. fall apart. Yeah, but I think overall, it's right a now, successful execution yeah, yeah. of the film as a whole. Yeah. I think Solid. right now there's there's enough of it that I really genuinely loved. There's enough good in it that I'm willing to almost forgive like the, the major and that's not discounting that you like should, for, for, anyone would forgive some of the flaws of the film. Well, it like I said, the the it has a major third act problem, which isn't uh exclusive it, exclusive to this like there's a lot of like comic book films, the X Men films, I think in general have a third act problem. Uh, putting it nicely, yeah, where it's just like, oh, there's, it's good, good. What, what the fuck yeah. is going on <laughs> in this last twenty minutes? Like, uh, and the X Men films, I mean, okay, actually, now that I say this, the non Marvel Studios Marvel movies, all a lot of them have major third act. The last 
What do you mean? Anything from Sony and Fox? Pretty Generally much? speaking, yeah. <laughs> the last 15 or 20 minutes of like Amazing Spider-Man 2. Wait, let me let me rephrase that. The first... Amazing Spider-Man. No, no. The first five minutes and the last five minutes of Amazing Spider-Man 2 oh, yeah. are terrible. And everything in between as I, well. I disagree. I, I, I will defend parts of Amazing Spider-Man 2 to, to, no. to the ground. Uh, they, yeah, there's... Don't get... As soon as... Third act problem. Third act problem. Third act problem. Harry Osborn showing up. I just felt bad for Paul Giamatti because he was just like, (laughs) he's like, he he was the most underutilized great actor. Why is he even in this film? To to be fair, Paul Giamatti's in a lot of films where you're just like, you're a great actor. What the fuck are you doing? Have you seen his face? I think he's kind of limited in kind of the roles that he can get at this point. But there are movies where it's just like, it's just like, what are you even doing in this film? And you're not good in it. That's the that's the puzzling thing. Like he's a he's great actor. He's collecting a check. Yeah. He's just collecting a paycheck. Whereas like even in, in like, and I've only seen a couple of them. Like even in pretty terrible movies, if you put Don Cheadle in there, Don Cheadle's gonna be the good part of a terrible movie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, but there's been movies where like the rest of this movie is terrible, and Paul Giamatti, you are also terrible <laughs> in this movie. I don't understand. <laughs> but um, and again, the, the the just hitting back to the the parts the the part the parts of the film where it's just you, you there's much more of a human element and. And you you know you, you look at Logan and his his relationship with the professor, and at that point, it's basically a father and son relationship. And 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 how it, it, what what really got to me is just those 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 scenes which were incredibly well performed by both Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman, uh, and in how the professor at at certain points recognizes him and other points doesn't and then you see the dementia having it kicking in in some in some in scenes and not so much in others and then you know you your logan takes him up the stairs and into the bathroom it really reminded me of that scene in crash do you remember I've, that i haven't seen that movie you should see it uh Wait, which with, with the officer and the 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 police officer who is also somewhat of a of a complex character. Let's put to put it one Wait, way. Wait, is is Crash a movie that has the multi story? Yeah. Oh, the, the and the, then he and he, and, he, and then you, you kind of learn a little bit about his backstory, and he has his father, and he's taking care, and they have also. Uh, that, that movie bath- annoyed the shit out of me. By the way, uh, well, I saw it. Well, I saw it. Okay, it annoyed me in mul- in 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 subsequent. Wasn't that supposed to be like one of the best movies? It won the Oscar for best time. picture in like t- two thousand six or something. Did it win best picture? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, was, I heard there was, was a lot of hype behind that film. I it, just didn't uh, care for it. It was an upset. It. it was an upset. My problem with that film is that. Uh, while I agree with the, and I don't know if I watch it again, I might have a different opinion about it now. But my biggest issue with that film was it was like, uh, racism is a thing, but it was so like 
heavy-handed. It was. It was a sledgehammer of a movie. Yeah. Where it was just like, I, it, to people, you know, people who are a little bit more aware, it's like, yeah, racism and this is a thing. It feel, it, you know what? I can actually like articulate it. I think better now than I would yeah. have then. And I'm, I'm in no way comparing the two. It films, is. But it the, is it, a movie that tries to explain. It's a movie that it basically is portraying racism to white people who don't know it exists. It's like it's like, hey, I, I can't like I'm standing up right now. Here's a twenty pound sledgehammer. Ray Sism is a thing. And meanwhile, there are people like us who are watching and we're like, yeah, we know. Why like this is so so to the point where it's like this is now not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's so like like but, yeah but there I may, maybe scenes, I'll feel different yeah. about it if but I there watch were it some again. individual scenes that were powerful that were, that were and that were powerful and, and that good, yeah. and that scene well so when I see Logan and that that whole scene in the bathroom it just it kind of it reminded me of crash that one scene as yeah. well um well the the whole sequence before the fir- the family gets murdered uh of where he brings the professor in where they're having dinner, mm-hmm. when he takes him up and puts him in the bed, and the professor is just like, just like this is what this looks like. Like, take a moment and like embrace it and embrace enjoy. It. And also, one of the other lines that killed me, like earlier in the film, is, and I think he says it more than once, is when he tells Logan that he's disappointed in him. <laughs> it's just like you, you've dis- you, you're, you're yeah. disap. No, he doesn't say he's disappointed. He goes, "You're a disappointment," mm-hmm. and that's just like, and you see. As much, it's early in the film actually, and it's and Logan has that moment where he, well, he's not really lucid. He isn't, but Logan knows that even in that moment, it's it just still like hurts. it's yeah. yeah, and you it see it on his face, and that's a testament to like yeah. Hugh Jackman's performance that like he the rest of the time he's kind of being cold to him, and in that moment he's just like, oh, yeah, that, that still stings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, from the sound of it. Good to great. It's not a meh like the no, first two films. Not. Yeah. You know, where I'm happy it's generating this much emotion, you know, from viewers who've it's seen it. It's an emotional film. So for for good or bad, it's going to produce an emotional response. And uh, that, I think that's a major improvement. Yeah. Yeah. From what we saw from the first two films. Uh, also, just okay. Continue because I have little details. That who I did this? Who directed this? I forget. It's the same. It's name. the same director from the previous Wolverine. From Wolverine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's interesting. So this guy, I think they're. Oh, the studio definitely I, I don't, took a I hands-off it, approach. It may, it may have been a different writer. I'm not sure, but I did. I did watch an interview with Hugh Jackman, and basically he. I'm surprised. He, he explained how when he he read the script, and, and uh, he read the script, but he also had had some input in the in the pro in the just the elaboration process of just well he he threw it out there. He's like, how about let's make a western? How about we give the character a send off uh, by making you know the. Um, the unforgiven of of superhero films it hasn't been done and and so but then he read the script and he 
he was completely on board. But it is, it. I'm pretty. I'm about ninety eight percent sure that seems we right. C- we could Google it on our phones. Yeah, we could. Um, but I will say two things. Uh, one is a a thing that other people have. Uh, this movie, this movie going through, and actually like being done. And I don't know the timeline on this, so I could be wrong. I think it owes a debt, a little bit of a debt to Deadpool, and of course you had the little Deadpool two <laughs> sort of teaser. I didn't care for that teaser. I I liked it, but I don't I don't think it belonged there. Well, in the movie or its placement, because it would have. I've heard why isn't there an, a post credit scene? No, after the, the end of that film, it was fucking depressing. You don't want to put it no, at the yeah, end. Of yeah, the, yeah. put you, it in the beginning. That was the best there, place. There, I it doesn't. This film does not need or should have a post credit scene because it's the end. It's the yeah. end, yeah. It's well, it's it's not like not even like the character died and there's you know gravel floating up in the air oh, that's not or that, any not indication that, that he might come From back. Man of Steel. The, yeah. These characters are they're done. Yeah. They're done. So with that you don't really need a, a post credit scene Although, because it will it will just give you the impression that there might be something more within this timeline, at least. Well, well, my only thing that you could have had, it, and I actually said this out loud, my only thing that I think might have worked for a post credits scene, although it would have been unnecessary, it would have been a little like, eh, here's an, here's a char- here's another major character, is that the kids make it into Canada. And the guy who's actually running Eden, Eden is a real place, and it's in Canada, and the guy who's running it is Magneto, is Eric Lencher. That would have been interesting. Uh, I will say as a little nerd um, moment, when you, and they, and I, and it is a nerd moment, it is a nerd, like, nod to, like, the fans, uh, when you see his actual license, like his little thing and the limo thing. It doesn't say Logan. It says James Howlett. It says James Howlett. Yeah, I was yeah, just like, oh, that's that's cool. Although yeah. although it's interesting that like it says that. Although and then there's, a, and here's a thing, a little thing that kind of bothered me. There's a couple things, and I can't. That's the only one I can remember. But it's just like, okay, you made a reference in that, but then everyone else calls him Logan. Like, it would almost be like, okay, he's so old that he's accepted that that's who is is like he's. Yeah, but that's w- if even- he doesn't. Why be Logan still if he if like he doesn't want anyone to know? It's just like be James. No one knows who James Howlett is. Yeah. Like the only two, the only three people who would know who James Howlett is, and one of them is not a character in the X Men movie universe, so it doesn't matter. Uh, the only two people who would know that his real name is James Howlett are Saberhood, Sabretooth. And Professor X. Those are the only two people who would know that that's, yeah. that's his real name. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. And there was a couple other... Th- I can't remember what they are now, but there was a couple other little nods like that. And I was just like, okay, I get what you're doing, but it's kind of distracting. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm going to like it with everything. I am know I'm going to have to see it a couple more times. Cause yeah. I, love, I liked it. I liked it. It's just a little too depressing for me, you know. Um, that's just my gripe you know I just wanted more I wanted Logan to be more heroic you know towards the end like one final 
hurrah, not you know. And you know, and it would have been nice if he had died in a in a in a in a last hurrah. Yeah, and let some minorities live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah that that, that yeah. middle scene. Like, it, it, you know, it's it's really funny because I remember being like unsettled by it in the theater, and then it was only like a day or two later because it didn't it didn't. I was just like, yeah, that bothered me. And then it didn't occur to me until a day or two later. I was like, no, that bothered me because it's the only black. It's a black. It's like the only black people in the whole movie, yeah. almost. And they're just fucking murdered. Like, like, they're only there to be murdered. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, this is a beautiful family. It's like, yeah, I'm loving what's going on yeah. here. This the yeah. this really great kid gets blown in his <laughs> fucking chest. You know the the mother. Oh my. Gosh, it was, yeah. and just see Eric LaSalle's character just feeling angry and hatred yeah. towards Logan. It's like, what did you do bringing all this shit to my family? Yeah. I just wanted to be nice to you. Yeah. I'm like, even I knew something bad was going to happen. Come on, you, you're a hero. Yeah. They're after you. Don't do this. Yeah. Don't do Don't this. Stay with the family. Oh, gosh. Oh. But also, that, that was well, he didn't want to stay overnight. I know, but come on. There's, there's, a, there's, come also, on. there's also a couple things like like that where I'm just like, I both really like that this was, like, I appreciate that this was rated R. And I, when I, what I mean that it's, this owes a debt to Deadpool, but I don't know the timeline, so I could be wrong about this, is Deadpool showed the studio that having an R-rated one of these characters oh, yeah. could work as a film mm -hmm. and that and they and the reason why they didn't want to do it with Wolverine is first is Wolverine is such a bankable character and for that for Deadpool to be like oh wait no this could work you know and make and it's made a shit ton of money so obviously uh but there were some parts where like the family being murdered it's just like okay now you're just having violence for the sake of having violence yeah. and that's kind of, and there was I can't I mean that's the one that really stands out but there were a couple others where I was just like, okay, you're having too much fun with this. Like, it's just like, I understand that it's rated like claws art. to the head, <laughs> claws for to, to the jaw and protruding well, that was, that into was the. Cool, but it just, you know, I I wouldn't mind if you know you, you someone got, yeah, if you, someone survived the massacre, like the mother and son. Yeah. But just everyone, it's just. It's yeah, like that see, hope just even for, even for a movie like that. It just seemed it seemed out of place. It just it was overkill. It was overkill. It, it was so oh. that. Also, if you're gonna have like, you can still have Logan be Logan and like you know murdering people essentially, uh, but I think uh, Again, this is a character like it's both a knock against X twenty four and like it is something I'm just thinking of now. It's both a reason why you don't have X twenty four is you could have had X twenty three represent that and have X twenty have Laura just fucking murdering people and Logan being like, "Oh my God, you're me." And you do have that yeah. in the film, yeah. but it would almost be stronger if it's just like he's try. And you could still have it be, still have him kill people later, 
but it would almost be more powerful if it's just like, no, he's trying not to get into fights with anybody because he knows he can lose control. Oh my God, this would have made a so much better film now that I'm thinking about it, is have him through most of the film trying not to kill people, have her just going ballistic and murdering people and have him every time going, trying to rein her in and, and trying to rein her, her in humanity. And and realizing that it's like, oh my God, she is she she's my dark side. Yeah. She's the representation of me when I can't control myself. Actually that would have been very good. And then at the third act, have him finally let loose because he's trying to protect her. And that's how he dies. Much better, <laughs> like, and you would li- you eliminate the stupidness of having extra of having young him fight young himself. Yeah, like, like yeah, it's again like decisions that were made. I feel like here's what I feel like. I feel like they they wrote a script and had a great because I know because I've written a couple of screenplays where I've done the exact same thing. You have this great, you create this great world. You have all these great things, and it's awesome. How do you end it? And then at the end, you're like, fuck. <laughs> what do we do? He needs to be able... He needs to fight a villain. There needs yeah. to be a villain. Like, we can't just have him... I could almost be like the writer sitting sitting in the... It's like, we can't have him just fight himself. Wait. Yes, yes. we can. <laughs> <laughs> we can create a clone of him that he can fight so he can literally fight him fucking self. Like, uh, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Uh, Take okay. our money. <laughs> okay. Despite how this is ending... It's a good movie. Go it fucking see it's it. good. We're, it's I, a I, fucking I, we good just, movie. We just we know we've we've watched this character for many many years now, Suck so it. we have high expectations. And we've we've suffered through many poor suffered. incarnations of of the of films for this character. Thanks, Fox. So we've we've had high expectations. So having said that, Apocalypse was so dumb. Right. So having so said dumb. that. It, we're we're tearing it apart because you know it's a character we know and love. It was so close. It was very so close, close to very, being a phenomenal. Close to being flawless. As as movie. much as I'm like saying that are there all these problems? I think no matter how you co- this is one of those films where it's just like no matter how you come out, if you end up not liking it or thinking parts of it are stupid. If you're a comic book fan, if you're a Wolverine fan, if you're an X-Men fan, but especially if you're a Wolverine fan, you need to see this movie. No. You know, like, even if you come out to it and you're like, I hate you, fuck you, I hated that movie, I still think it's worth seeing because there's so many, there's so many parts of it that are, like, honestly, like, thought-provoking. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and to that end, I think it's, it's as if, if we're going to compare R-rated superhero films it's it's much better than deadpool to that end to that and, end yeah uh it, you know it's it, i don't know whether you can judge those two like the you only, can't compare they're, they're different films. they're very different the, you know True. you know what the only movie other movie r-rated like marvel films i could compare compare it to or are are the blade movies <laughs> like well yeah like the first two blades were i have to admit are better than this. Well, they're I, more fun. They're, f- they're more yeah. fun. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't say that they're. Better. Well, uh, 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 dude, man, 
Wesley Snipes was dope, man. Yeah, he was dope. He was fucking dope in that. Um, and also, if you're African American who got super mm-hmm. depressed seeing beautiful black people die, uh, there's Black Panther coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what yeah. I'm waiting we're, for. Just yeah, to we're waiting for that. wash away the 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 stain and the bad taste of just us dying in this film. Yeah, rather brutal. Yeah, brutally. Yeah. It's just what God. It's just it's just such an odd choice. It's just like one of those things where it's just like it's like why? I I know we meant we like, like we wanna, on it, but it's one of those things which is like what I the fuck? I couldn't what let that, that go. Yeah, that, I, I that, would. I would love to have a conversation. That with the was the and... monkey on my back leaving my seat at the end. It's like I want to like it, but I I want to <laughs> love it, but I can't let that go. It's like <laughs> part of me find that very disturbing. Yeah, I'm just like, and they're mur- murdered by just a group of like white people. Like they're just murdered by white people. Yeah. Like, oh god, it's uh, it's painful. It's painful. Um, but I don't, I, this is a real weird tangent, you know, um, I know I've texted you guys super interested in Atomic Blonde. I'm interested. I haven't in seen that. anything. You haven't seen the, oh, no, the preview. Although, looks, al- although I will say that it's John Wick. Which yeah, wait, 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 yeah, yeah. You've seen. I've, I uh, want to see it a second time. It's okay, a good movie. We, yeah, we need this. I need to see that. Yeah, it's, it's a good it's movie. So um, and that, um, that movie with is it Scarlett Johansson? Very, very bad things. Very but bad with women. But yes. with women. Yeah, I want to. I want to see that too. <laughs> Uh, Especially because I need to wash the stink because every time I turn on like a preview of or, Ghost in the Shell, or, or no, a YouTube video, uh, a lot of times the Ghost in the Shell preview comes up and I just like. We have to watch that so we can talk shit about it. I, I won't. I refuse to see that in a theater. Really? I won't pay money to see that. It's too <laughs> I'm, much I'm of a. I'm curious. And here's my thing. Uh, and there are people who have recently, I've heard this when they're discussing Ghost in the Shell, uh, and they start discussing other anime. And one of the ones that they pointed out was Full Metal Alchemist. And as a huge anime fan, so many people who claim to be huge anime fans make the mistake of saying, because it's anime, because it's produced in Japan, if you make a live-action version of it, the characters have to be Asian. And it's just like, that's... You do understand that... that it, and it's regardless of who the characters are. And it's just like, that's a little odd. That's almost like saying because it's a white character in the comic books, it has to be a white guy in the film, like the Iron Fist thing. It's like a reverse thing. And the people who are making that argument are not Asians. So I'm almost like, hmm. And the reason why I make that argument about Full Metal Alchemist is it's like it's making the assumption that just because it comes from Japan that means the cast has to be Japanese. And they have made a live action version of it in Japan. And of course it has all Japanese people, but that's a whole different thing. Yeah, but I think their argument is the fact that it's a Japanese product. Shouldn't we feature Japanese actors? It you know, is, representing. But, but in the context of Full Metal Alchemist, they literally, if you are big enough at Full Metal Alchemist, I mean, none, neither of you have seen it, so you don't yeah. know this. But... The universe of Full Metal Alchemist is a a parallel for like 1930s. It's like a magical version of 1930s Germany, 
and they're very oh, okay. they're very explicit about that. Okay. Uh, there are definitely characters in there who are are Asian, and it's like, no, you should definitely have an Asian play those characters. But there are characters who are like they're blonde eye, like blonde with blue eyes, and they're clearly an allegory. So much so that in the original film, spoiler, in the original. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist anime, not Brotherhood, which was the redone version that's closer to the... I'm going on a weird that's nerd cool. manga. People know um, what they're uh, setting yeah. themselves Full Metal for. Alchemist, the original anime series, it literally ends with uh, they enter... One of the characters goes through like a portal into an, from his version of the world to a different version of the same world where he like replaces himself in this different world. And that different world is literally 1940s Germany during World War II. Like, they make it very explicit that it's like, no, these are supposed to be Germans and Japanese people. So there would definitely be Japanese actors in it, but it's just like, there are people who's like, oh, no, you have to have Asians also in Full Metal Alchemist. It's like, hmm. That's not I really think, true to the story, though. Yeah, but I think... But that's very specific. I know. That's very specific. And the reason why, on the opposite side of that, it pisses me off so much in... And also, I kind of get why they did this in the for the movie. It's like, well, she's an android, so that could be anybody, and that's the future, blah, 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 blah whatever. The name of the character is Motoko Kasunagi. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. And... It takes place in a future version of Japan. You can't have. I mean, you can't <laughs> cast white people in that. That just doesn't. But that's for, that's the same thing. It's just like it's to the story. Like, 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 if it's so specifically part of the story, it's what pissed me off about the Keanu Reeves version of Constantine, which I was just like, Hey, watch it. I love Which that movie. <laughs> I do too. But I like that movie. I had to basically go pretend that the Kampo Constantine never existed in order to enjoy that movie. I do like that movie. But it's it's they have, have it that. they have it they it's they had it as a adaptation of the Kampo Constantine and it's not mm. at all. Uh it's it's just like we took the name and, and made we a movie in, and we did a different direction. It with it it happens to be a pretty enjoyable movie unlike say like Catwoman where they ignored the source <laughs> material and made an absolutely terrible movie uh, but uh, yeah Constantine is one of those characters which is like they made him American which is like well so much of what makes Constantine Constantine in the books is that he's this kind of dickish cockney British dude. Yeah. And it's so core to his character. It's like people who argue about Doctor Who, it's like he can be any race, any gender, as long as but he always has to be British. (laughs) Because it's so much part of it. Yeah, James Bond is a similar thing. Like you can't have an American James Bond. You could have a black James Bond. I'm so down with that. But it's like but he has to be British. Like and I feel like some of their characters that are so specific uh, I actually posed this as a question to uh, on one of the other podcasts to Justin and Angela. Was like whether there are any comic books who were specifically, if you adapted them, when you adapt them, if they quote unquote had to be white, and we only came up with three, and it's because they are very specifically Irish Catholic, 
and they are Matt Murdock, Banshee, and Banshee's daughter, Siren. And that's the only three we could come up with. And Magneto. Magneto, yeah, because he's he has to be so, Jewish. so specifically Holocaust, oh, right. yeah. yeah. I made the argument, although they made, they made the counter argument, which I actually agreed with, was like, you could almost argue Steve Rogers, not Captain America, but Steve Rogers, because so much of his is like a certain like white... Brooklyn. Brooklyn, like, yeah. but it's also very white. But if you retold that story in, modern, in a modern context, he could theoretically be anyone, like... Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't work, but there, they, yeah. And I was, I was wondering about that because, like, I couldn't think of it. And I was like, yeah, Matt Murdock, Banshee, and yeah, because Matt Murdock is a very specifically like he doesn't have to be white necessarily, but so much of that is so white Catholic. Yeah. Thing. He absolutely has to be half Irish have to be Catholic. Catholic. Maybe you could get away with him perhaps not being Irish. Yeah. But. Yeah, it would have it's a to weird be, thing. It's an odd. It would thing have to, to be of a demographic, like, at least that's where a large proportion of the population is Catholic. I guess. Like, like, and I even like said that like t- someone like Tony Stark, like you could theoretically make the argument, even though I talked about this on a previous podcast, but just presenting it, just lobbing a ball in your direction. Is you could almost say is like oh Tony Stark would have to be white too. I was like not really because in a modern context he could just as easily be Chinese. He could just as easily be like Asian because someone could be, you know, I mean Asian is is a stereotype of that example of that. Mm -hmm. But he could have just as easily been like Eastern, like not American, you know, not American white guy because anybody could have been that. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of Iron Man's villains is like the Russian counterpart to that. Uh, is a guy who was just as brilliant, got just as rich. Who? No in the cared. comic books. In the comic books, I forget. I a forget character we don't care about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was like just his counterpart, essentially in Russia, mm-hmm. just as rich, just as smart. Like made armored suits, and then it ends up becoming was created in the eighties. So of course he was a villain because Cold War, all mm-hmm. that bullshit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's weird, man. It's it's a weird thing. I I think I think I got on this because we were kind of watching Iron Fist before. This. Yeah, here <laughs> uh, we go too. full circle. Yeah, back to do. Iron Fist. We're coming right yeah. back to it. I'm gonna watch. I'm I'm like when you guys go, I might continue to watch it. I it's just like you saw. Like I was watching it. I was like, I can't. I can't do this anymore. It's just if it was really good, like right off the bat. I could almost like stay with it, but the fact that it isn't is just like, oh man, I'm gonna watch this, but it's just, it's, I just, oh, uh, it's <laughs> waiting for Lewis Tan to show up. That's We're it. gonna talk about this show, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. Hopefully, it won't be depressing. Yeah, it probably will. Though. It is probably gonna be depressing, and not depressing in the same way that Logan was depressing. Yeah. Depressing in like, oh man, this is crappy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Based on what you've seen so far, that it'll affect the quality of the Defender series altogether. No, no. You have other actors to carry the torch and uh, other characters that people are passionate about. Like three out of the four Defenders we give a shit about. Yeah. And and, and And also there are things that you could... There's... 
things I want them to address in this series that if they don't do it, it was just like, and I think the fact that it's been so not received well, Marvel has generally speaking, generally speaking, been pretty good at like, oh, swing and a miss. Let's try and do better next time. And they've done that like, even though it's not like phenomenally more, but like with the Thor movies, Thor, the first Thor movie was okay. Thor Dark World was a little bit better. Yeah. It looks like Thor I Ragnarok is going to be a little bit better. Those are people be, you know, people, people are too hard on it, but those, well, you, I don't you, care you, about you, you. You really didn't, you were the one who really didn't like, you know, they're fun movies. America's first, uh, the first Avenger, the first Captain America. Film. Yeah. I thought it was boring. Yeah. I fell asleep at times. Um, that's fair. Yeah, I didn't. I first wasn't. Thor was bland. Um, second Thor was okay. Also bland. And I and the third Thor, Thor, they're like, okay, Thor isn't an interesting enough character on his own. Let's throw the Hulk in there. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the issue. Hey, I'm up for that. That's the issue. You know, at first I thought Thor and Captain America would be would have been the uh, shitty characters to make movies around. I'm glad that they did. Captain America right but Thor I don't know well, well, I don't well, know well, even well, well, if Hulk could be the saving grace for I that think we, I think we might have had one. this discussion is that the Cap did we have this discussion? Yeah. The Cap movies only really work work so well because you threw in all these other characters. Cap needs as proved that like you thought the first Captain I disagree but uh, you thought the first Captain America was pretty boring it's like no he needs those other characters to kind of bounce he needs like the other characters as a contrast to him yeah. to make him he becomes a better character when you contrast him with these other characters which I know people say that Marvel has a villain problem the Winter Soldier even though he's not like he's that the exception great, he's the exception He's a pretty Him good villain. And Loki. Yeah. It, it Winter Soldier and Lo why don't why do you think they don't kill him off? Yeah. Because they know this. Yeah. Well, he's not a villain, Loki. He's just a bad good guy you love to. And the Winter for. Soldier isn't is starts as a villain and yeah. he's not really a yeah. villain. Yeah. He's his buddy. But yeah. you know, I don't care. Tom Hiddleston, he's he's a man. Have oh, you seen sure. either of you seen Crimson Peak yet? No, I have not. It's pretty good. It's not, you know, it's like all of a lot of Guillermo del Toro's like kind of later films. It's just like this is it's almost like this isn't great, but the but there's just something about the way Guillermo del Toro like puts together a film that you're just like, okay, what you do, you do very well. Yeah. It's not always a great movie. Yeah. But everything is very well executed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like Crimson Peak is one of those movies where you're just like, it's like nothing about it is particularly great, but you watch it like as someone who as someone who has seen a lot of Guillermo del Toro's movies, and you're just like, yeah, okay, I get it, I I, I did, did, did this, yeah, okay, yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Hiddleston is gr great yeah. in it, and uh, is he really gonna be the next Bond? I don't know, but that that's an odd that's an odd choice. It'd be interesting. I don't think he's imposing enough. Yeah. Physically. I don't see him as a Yeah, I don't a killer. He's he's a lady killer, yeah, but no, not He's a convincing killer. as a spy. But Bond is also uh, a physical actor, a yeah. physical character. I mean, who can I mix mean, it up. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean 
kind of putting aside Roger Moore, but like, I love Roger Moore. I grew up on Roger. It's Moore. It's fair. I love some of those movies. So I love Golden Gun. No, I, I love Live and Let Die. <laughs> that movie's so dumb, but it's so. Is that Live and Let Die is the one with the Afikoto, right? The Afikoto plays the. I the, forgot. And has that. Phenomenal the ones that stood out was Moonraker. And, that movie is hysterical. And also hysterically Golden bad. And I, I don't care. I, growing up, I thought it was awesome. I don't know how we got here, but <laughs> I don't know how we got here. Either. <laughs> but uh, Roger Moore was awesome. This is what happens that like an, we're almost an hour and a half in, and we're kind of done with Logan, but we yeah. we just wandered off into other yeah. spaces. We can wrap it up. I mean, unless anyone else, if you guys want to talk about anything else. Um, last thing, uh, Peter Capaldi, I love you. Um, yeah. thank you for being awesome, Doctor Who. I just don't know what's going to happen afterwards. Yeah, he's leaving, right? Yeah, he, this, this is the last, is the last season. season. Um, so I don't know. This is the first time they don't have a replacement already in hand. All right. I read so somewhere I'm, that they were considering a woman. I have no problems with that. Yeah. I read. I've, I mean, it's, it's rumored. They executed the master well because the master were, was originally a male, but then we have. Uh, Mrs. G- M- M- uh, Selena, not her name is Gomez or something like that. But uh, the actor who plays Missy is just phenomenal. She's great. You know, I just love that character. The guy who played the master is also phenomenal. Yes, like he's great. John um, something. I can't remember his last name. Um, but yeah, I just that's I'm just concerned about what's going to happen with Doctor Who. You know, um, he's so far my second favorite Doctor. Really? Yes. Uh, Tenant or Tenant is always gonna be my first. Yeah, no one beats Tenant. Yeah, but I mean, he had me when he gave Robin Hood the finger. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking doctor gives Robin Hood the fucking finger. It's like no, that's it, hands down. <laughs> you own this. I bow before the Capaldi. Oh, uh, look for a knacker <laughs> I introduced the word dude <laughs> a thousand years early. Dude. Uh, we need to talk about Doctor Who because I, have, oh, you, you I might, have some feels. You might have to come back tomorrow. LEL is coming back, coming tomorrow in the Shit, afternoon. No, I can't. Oh, damn it. All right. Um, but yeah, we. I, I have. I need to talk to somebody about Doctor Who because I love Capaldi. Okay. And I've can we can talk off mic and we can do right, a whole separate fine. thing for a little bit and then we can have an actual podcast about Okay. It. All, right. All right. I think that's yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm about to pass out cuz It looked I'm like in the middle of their discussion you were just kind of <laughs> <out>. <laughs> All right.